here at user words podcast we have a conundrum and personally i have a personal conundrum welcome to a monday episode of user words podcast i'm paul diarmit um technology this week it has come i think to everyone's attention really what the role of technology has been in all of our lives. Um, and when I say that, I'm not talking about the role of technology as far as how we use it today and rely on it or how most teens and you know teachers are doing school nowadays online. What I'm talking about is how we get our news, how that news is filtered to us. If you are unaware, this past week, The New York Post released a set of stories and apparently will continue to release more stories as we get closer to the election, showing some leaked emails that are supposedly Hunter Biden's. Now, I say supposedly because there are varying facts on if they have been verified or not. There's various stories with Giuliani saying that Biden's lawyers, when I say Biden, Hunter Biden. Uh, lawyers have reached out to him to try to recover the hard drive, et cetera, which would lend credence to it being uh, legitimate. But what we have is we have, and I find this entertaining and interesting, we have the tech companies, Facebook and Twitter specifically in this case, just acting in total disregard to news. When I say that, and the reason I say that is because they are prohibiting this story from being shared out on their social network sites. Now, obviously, Congress and uh, the Senate are saying, hey, maybe we need to investigate them. And it, it's really uh, the Republicans on both the Senate and the House are saying, we need to investigate this. We need Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg to come down and testify as to why happening in fact i was just reading an article before recording this that the new york post the the newspaper that put out the story and it's one of the largest newspapers in the the u.s i don't know what's ranking in the world is but the u.s they're one of the largest newspapers their twitter account is still locked and they have been told the only way they can unlock their twitter account is if they delete tweets about the news story that they wrote this isn't a case of Stopping the spread of fake news now. This is now the case of deliberately blocking news that may be of interest to people. And regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, this should be problematic and this should be troubling. You now have major communication platforms, platforms which a majority of people use to get their news. In fact, most, I would say probably under 30, That is the primary news source for people under 30. And if you have these companies unilaterally saying, we're not going to host this news or links to these articles at all because of X, and they're coming from reputable sites, we're not talking a fringe site. We're not talking a site who's, you know, that's written by like a, a grandma who believes that unicorns exist and that. Bill Gates is going to inject a microchip in her that can control her brain. We're not talking about fringe conspiracy sites. We're not talking about a hate group site. We're not talking about anything like that. We're talking about a mainstream 
newspaper that's been around for a long time. We're talking about a newspaper that is very reputable. In fact, you know, because we have the New York Post, and yes, it's not the New York Times, it's not the New York whatever, uh, but it is the Post, and with good old NewsGuard. NewsGuard says, it is green. NewsGuard says, hey, you know what? This site is good to go. This site is, you know, pretty good. They give it a 75 out of 100 for their site, for their uh, the rating. You know, what they don't like about the site is that it doesn't provide name of some content creators, doesn't reveal who's in charge, doesn't clearly label advertising, and it doesn't disclose ownership and financing. But they say the New York Post does not repeatedly publish false content, gathers and presents information responsibly, regularly corrects or clarifies errors, handles the difference between news and opinion responsibly, and avoids deceptive headlines. That sounds like a pretty responsible news organization to me. And I don't care if that happens to be a left-leaning, right-leaning, whatever. All of us should be outraged. The fact that social media companies take it upon themselves to filter the news to fit their narrative. Again, if this was something from like a a website that was even read on NewsGuard, even if it was more of a mainstream one, and that red site published it, okay, maybe let's take a little bit of, you know, backseat and take a look at it and let's verify the claims. But instead of even letting that be done, They said straight up, no. And we need to be careful about this because this sets a dangerous precedent. Because when we allow social media companies to dictate what can be shared, yes, it's their site. They can create all the rules they want. That's fine if they don't want let fake news spread, if they don't want gossip to spread, they don't want dangerous posts to be spread. But when you're posting a link to a news article by a reputable site and they say no, that tells me something is rotten. And honestly, this has me very concerned for the future. And honestly, in, in some ways, is making me rethink my future in technology if there are people in technology who think that this is okay if there are people that say we don't like someone so much that we will ensure that the person we want doesn't look bad at all in any such way even if this could be a damning thing if proven true Now, I say if proven true, because it hasn't been verified yet. There is leaks of emails. And I know there are people going out there going like, oh, this is damning evidence. This is proof that Biden is corrupt. This is proof this, proof that, proof this. It's not proof. Not proof until the source of the data is verified. Once 
you know, it's verified that yes, these are legitimate emails. These are not doctored emails. These are not doctored images that were retrieved from that hard drive. But the story proves out that the method on which the, the data was gathered is legitimate. At that point, we say, yes, that's damn. Yes, we got a problem. And yes, Biden needs to be investigated at that point. But we're not there yet. We're in the initial stages of this. And this is dirty politics, to be completely honest. The people who had this data have been sitting on it for at least a year. And they were saving it at this point for what is traditionally called an October surprise. We are in October, the month before the election, and they release things like this at the last minute. In fact, Giuliani has said that within 10 days of the election, so that's coming up pretty quickly here, within 10 days of the election, they're going to release something new. Something else that hasn't been released yet. So you know what? Uh, Next Saturday, the 24th, we might see some new big article and headline come out with new big claims of new things that were found in that hard drive. It looks bad already, I, I will admit. Emails saying thank you for introducing us to the big guy. Uh, and then other emails referencing the, uh, Joe Biden as the big guy. Air Force Two flights over to China to create business partnerships between Biden's son and these companies. Meetings off their books and off the records at the White House and Department of State, I believe it was. Again, these are all alleged things that are coming from the star drive. None of it has been verified. But yeah, I will admit it looks bad for Biden. I am not a fan of the guy at all. I think there's issues there. But I think, like anyone else, he deserves his day in court if this is the case. And he deserves for the evidence to be verified before he is vilified. But the big tech companies that control the social media, the majority of social media, yeah, you can go, there are alternatives out there, like Parler. Yeah, there's Parler. But that is just a small, small fish in the pond that Twitter also resides in. And there's not really a good alternative to Facebook either. So these are the ones that control this. And when you have a young generation that is always connected to the internet, that gets most of their news through social media, and they cannot even be exposed to a potential article which may show one of the two presidential candidates in a bad light. We got an issue. We got a problem. And I think it is time now. I think it is time that these social media sites no longer get to say that they are protected by one law and then yet do completely the opposite of what that law allows. They can no longer say that they are protected from the content on the website, that they can't be sued over it, but yet they can moderate it fully. Yes, you can have terms and regulations, and that covers like obscene language and stuff like that, but it doesn't cover necessarily the content 
like a link to an article that paints one of the presidential candidates in a bad light. Because here's the thing. I guarantee you, if you flip the name around from Biden to Trump, that article would be everywhere. And here's how you know if something is biased or not. If you have an article, comment, a thought, a statement about someone, and you like them, and you choose to hide the, that content because it may paint that person in a bad light. And then you replace that name with someone you don't like and you choose to allow it. That tells me all I need to know. That tells me you don't care about equality. That tells me you care about your agenda. That tells me that you care about what you want be done and seen. And we know this is the case with search giants like Google. They have been caught on camera saying that they would like to use their search algorithm to help influence election how they would like it. That was uh, from a post-election Google employee town hall that was leaked in about 2018. It was leaked. The video was recorded in 2016, but it was leaked in about 2018. We have multiple sources and multiple incidents, I should even say now, that lends credence to the fact and the idea that certain tech companies, again, Facebook and Twitter, are biased in their own way. And that should be scary. That should scare everywhere that should make all of us question anytime we see a news article on one of those sites how is this being used to manipulate and i don't say that lightly because i like the news i like reading but that's why i can't read it off of a social media site And I don't think I can continue sharing news articles on a social media site just because of the fact that I now know, or fact, we've seen it this past week, that if that news article does not fit the narrative of the people there at the company that's running the social media site, that it could just get blocked. And when you have Companies like Twitter blocking the New York Post's own Twitter account from being able to post unless they remove mentions of their own article as inexcusable. 100% inexcusable. And honestly, at this point, Twitter and Facebook need to be held accountable and no longer allowed and afforded the protections that they have been given. They need to be told that if you curate content, then you are therefore responsible for the content. You can either be a host or you can be an editor. You cannot 